Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. All right, everybody. All right. I can't fucking do it. All right. Welcome back. I can't do the intro. (laughs) For the second time doing the intro because there's static in the headphones, but it's not coming on the recording. Whatever. Welcome back to From the Outside Looking In, the show that always is staticky, or at least in our headphones. Welcome back to the show that is about geeky stuff or not geeky stuff. You know the deal, man. We talk about whiskeys, beers, music, comic books, shows, shows movies. movies. Um, sometimes be- we riff together. Yeah, we're just riffing. Yeah, we just riff, and it's fucking organic. Yeah, yeah. And people laugh. They're like, "Oh my oh, god, those guys are fucking- so the humor that this it's so organic and it feels natural. Yeah, right. Like it just feels natural. It's not like a lot of podcasts where the humor is forced. It's forced. It's forced Ugh. upon you. Oh. <clears throat> Here in Full Spectrum Studios, we're keeping it 100. Yeah, 100% organic, 100% real, right? So, again, welcome to From the Outside, Looking In, a horror podcast about horrors. There's no use crying over spilled whore. I don't know. Again, we are immediately devolving into something else. Anyways, I am Andy Lee Oscos, and with you, with me and you, as always, but really sitting directly next to me. He's not sitting directly next to you. Maybe he is. Maybe this is some sort of time-spatial paradigm that I don't know. But ladies and gentlemen, the sonic boom to my Jay Spaceman, the king of sting, the prince of pain. The hurricane of hurt, the master of disaster, the one and only <laughs> Patrick Banis. That's fucking right. <laughs> oh! The reigning, <laughs> defending, <laughs> undefeated. Oh man, I, I, it's like the greatest podcast intro for a host. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I just, I somebody should fucking introduce. If you ever get introduced in anything, right? Like, yeah. hey, this is my friend Pat, or you know, like. You're, you're at a bar. A, yeah, you're out at a bar and you're introducing every. You should fucking really just give it all out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, have you have you met have you met have you met Andy? Yeah. The reigning, <laughs> defending, <laughs> undefeated, drinking champion. The 1994 <laughs> Louisiana Alligator Wrestling State Champion. <laughs> Like, you really got to give your all. Yeah, just make it fun. Yeah, you, you got to go I mean? all out. The 2011 Allegheny County Badminton Intergender <laughs> Champion. That's it. That's me. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's me. It's 100% correct. It's 100. Yeah. Just fucking make it fun. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, man. Welcome to the show. Um, it's a Saturday afternoon. We're in a good mood, uh, apparently. We're laughing, having fun. I've told Pat a thousand times not to kick the mic stand. We'll see how we make yeah. it through the show. Yeah. See if it happens or if it doesn't happen. If, if there sounds like there's a scuffle and a kerfuffle, 
That's just Pat kicking the boomstick. Yeah. You know or I mean? it's or it's Andy coming after me because I've I've <laughs> my, stop kicking the yeah. fucking boomstick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it's all right. We we talked about a new segment that we want to do. It's called Imagine This. Imagine this. And today, imagine imagine this. It's noon on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and the show is being performed with no alcohol. Ooh, it's like I'm there. You're really taking me there. Yeah. 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 It's re- and I'm drinking peach iced tea. Unsweetened. Unsweetened. Which tastes like wood. Mm. Mm. There's one thing I love that it, it is just, it's basically brown water. Yes. With a hint of the outdoors. I was always hoping that they would be able to bottle campfire. Mm. That's like, mm. it's like water. But it's been sitting in cedar mm. and some tree branches. Mm. Mm. Ah. Lovely. And there's a there there might have been a peach in there, mm. but nothing. No one cut the peach open. I bet what it was. It wasn't even a peach. Like like the pulp of the peach. Yeah, it was the really, branch. It was uh, it was a branch, tree branch or just the pit. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> a pit. It's like oh, this is so sad. There. Yeah, they're like yeah, this is yeah. gonna make it taste like peach. Yeah. Well, that's like bottled yeah. water. That's like triple distilled from like the tap. Mm. Like there's water, like there's water baji. I, I don't know who it is. You know, I, I just assume it's Nestle because they steal everybody's water, and they just they just took it from a tap at a regional facility, and then they just triple distilled it and put it in a bottle. And like boom, right? Spring water, th- yeah. stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole bottle water craze, um, and spring, like it, it, it's when I was a kid. I mean, we just happily drank from the fire hose. From the mm-hmm. fucking water hose, mm-hmm. right? Wherever Not it was. Not from the fire hose. That was that would be a little intense. Uh, probably lose a couple <laughs> teeth in that process, right? Because and and also, you know, whose neighborhood has that many fires, right? right. Uh, that, that's my neighborhood you're... didn't even have a, a spark plug, like a fire plug, spark plug. Didn't a, have a spark a, plug. A, what's a fire plug? I don't know. I know oh. what a spark plug is, but I don't know what a fire plug. A fire is. plug. A fire plug is the fancy olden term because you know because I'm old. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, right, right. I'm ancient. Yes. Um, you know, uh, a fire plug is the, uh, it's the, um, the water, the, the, the hydrant, the hydrant. It's called a fire plug. Where? Back in the day. What, like 1920s? Like yeah. Well, just cause slang? I use old timey speech doesn't mean that it's not true. I mean, it's I, still. I remember going down to the corner store and getting a sarsaparilla We'd and being o- like, where is the fire plug? For it's the a love hot of- summer day. <laughs> Let's open the fire plug. <laughs> Perchance there will be an outburst of dry flame and there's no <laughs> fire plug. And then Billy's Soda Shop will go down. I can't get a good egg cream soda there anymore. Where can I find my egg malt? (laughs) In those days, we wore a strap of onions to our burlap belt, as was the custom of the time. (laughs) We were all afraid of the vampire. Uh, Leave a comment on Facebook if you've ever heard the term fireplug before, because I have not... Yeah. And uh, I like to consider myself really smart. You're really uh, worldly. Yeah, right, right, exactly. You're super worldly. Apparently I'm not, though. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, hey, hey, Pat, uh, quick question for you. Huh? What's going on in the world today, bud? <laughs> based on based on these lanyards. Many lanyards. That I'm wearing around my neck. You have one on your or, neck and then like 80 in your hand. Uh I apparently am in town to uh, go to the sh- concert last night that we went to, mm. uh, April nineteenth, two thousand nineteen. A date that may go down in history. Yes, or infamy. Or, or infamy. We were at or the infamy. Fillmore. The Fillmore in Philly mm-hmm. to see Spiritualized. Yes, so we is... went. We went and saw Spiritualized yeah. last night. It was a great time. Um, I'm sort of uh, too old to be out to like one thirty in the morning now. Uh, but, but yeah, we, we totally were. were. <laughs> yeah, but we totally were. 
Uh, we went and saw Spiritualized together. That's the reason why Pat's in town uh, this weekend. And we were like, well, fucking, we got to record and go see Spiritualized. Yeah, um, that's right. They, It has been rumored that And Nothing Hurt will be the last album, which could mean that this will be the last tour as well. Uh, that Pat, could mean that this date was the last U.S. date. In in Spiritualized history, yes. History. Because this is the last date on the U.S. tour. Correct. Here in Philly. Um, and uh, it, it was a great show. And Nothing Hurt, I think around... A September episode of uh, yeah um, from the outside looking in. We did a review. We did, of review, the, it? We did review the album. Uh, I think I gave it a nine, nine and a half. Pat, you're around a seven, seven and a uh-huh. half. Uh, we were both pretty strong on the album. It's a really great album. Uh, after living with it a little bit longer too, I've really grown to like it. And what's amazing is they played every fucking song from that album last yeah. night. Uh, even some of the songs that I was like, I don't know how they would do that live, like um, uh, Sail On Through and, and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> I have, uh, I think maybe the first time I saw Spiritualized was in 93 or 94. They were on, um, uh, their first U.S. tour with a couple of cool bands like the Jesus and Mary Chain. I think Medicine was there. Um, it was kind of a, there was an early like 91, 92 tour in England called the Roller Coaster Tour. And it was like the Jesus and Mary Chain and My Bloody Valentine, and maybe somebody else, and then they kind of did this roller coaster USA tour, and Spiritualized were, were on it, and I saw Spiritualized, and I'm pretty sure I haven't missed a tour for an album since then. There's been a couple shows that I've missed as they've been, you know, <clears throat> uh, doing special things, but um, I, I feel like I really jumped on from the first tour, and I got to see it on the last tour here. Um, spiritualized, my favorite band of all time, or at least one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, really happy to see the show. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a great, great, great set, great experience. Yeah, so this is fun because we went in, we got there a little <coughs> early, we went in and grabbed a beer. Yes. And uh, so the the Fillmore is a new, a pretty new venue in in Philly. It's probably super been around great, for like five great, years. Yeah. yeah, I really maybe. like it too. Yeah. But it's got a it's it's got a great layout. Mm-hmm. It's really spacious. Um, you know, like I never, I never feel like it's like crowded, No, you know, no. like I always feel really comfortable in there and they have a great, and the sound is excellent. Yeah. So we're at the bar getting, uh, what was probably our second beer maybe. Yeah. It was, it was our like second, our second yeah, beer. Was our and, second uh, beer and the guy, sure. you know, I was, we were like, Hey, who's opening? Because it looked like they might be getting ready to open. And he was like, Oh yeah, there's no opener. Yeah. It's just them. Yeah. And we're like, what? It's like fantastic. So they're just gonna play for like two hours. Like, all right, cool, man. Yeah. So I uh, walked around, checked that out, and decided that, uh, you know, we saw some seating in the balcony right by the stage, and we we're like, you know what? It'd be really cool if we just looked down on everyone and the stage. Yeah, and and lorded over everybody else. Yeah. So like that was that was the real plan was to lord over everybody. Right. Um, because you know how we do With some here. proclamations. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Hmm. Before me, peasants. Um, but yeah, so we went up and we were like, what's the deal with, uh, the upstairs, you know? And, um, I think it was like 15 bucks for standing, right? 30 for a seat. And we are like, yeah, we, we're going to take some premium seating, uh, for an additional 30 bucks. Cause I think the tickets were only like 30, 35. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, only yeah. 35 bucks. It's not yeah, bad right, at all. Right. Not bad at all. Yeah. So yeah. hundred percent in, um, got up real close to the stage. We'll probably have some pictures of that. Oh yeah, on the Facebook page. Um, so you can check that out. Maybe some videos as well. Uh, but yeah, man, they fucking they crushed it. Um, 
I I would say if you get a chance to go see Spiritualized, go see Spiritualized. But I think they have like five more dates in, in Europe. Europe, right? So unless you're in like Scotland in the next few days, I, I don't because they're playing Glasgow like on the 23rd or 24th or something. So I'm assuming they're probably like on a plane back to England now. Oh yeah, yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. I mean, shit. If you haven't seen them, I'm sorry that this was probably your last opportunity. To do so. Suckers. Yeah, fuck face. Ha <laughs> But the sound was, I mean, look, the sound's great and the music is excellent because I always really like when they start out with kind of like this very kind of quiet, uh, you know, quiet, lighthearted song. And then it kind of just builds to this like raging rock crescendo. Yeah. Where they just kind of really just rock out, and then we're lord, we're lording over the peasants below, and they're all just standing there, and there's like one or two people <laughs> who are kind of like waving or kind of doing a little dance or whatever. And I'm up here like freaking out because they're like just rocking so hard right. at the end of these crescendos, and I'm just like, this is excellent. Like I I really like to hear like that because it's four guitars. Well, it's a, three. It's three guitars. So there's two guys on the other end. Jason plays guitar as well, right? So three guitars, bass. Oh, right, right, right. What? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So if you consider, I, as a musician, do not, I, I separate guitars and bass, but yes, if you want to call bass guitar, I call guitar, bass guitar, guitar. Yeah, no, that's fine. Four guitars, one of them being a bass guitar. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, a keyboard player who's like playing some synthy stuff, also has this really cool organ yep. there. Um, Jason on vocals. Uh, one of the guitar players also played harmonica. Yep. Yeah. Um, Excellent. Yep. And then three gospel backup singers. Yeah. That were fucking. They're great. I mean, that, that's the one aspect of their music that I don't often hear, but I really appreciate here is that uh, that kind of God. It's such a terrible spiritual. Yeah, right, right. Aspect of spiritual. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, you know, then the, the, it's not a name. The accent, right, right, right. right. Like, there's sort of this rocky psychedelic gospel band, yeah, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, the last song they did was, um, I mean, they did an outro of "Hold On," which they also did an intro of "Hold On," which was cool um, on their encore. Uh, but the last song that they did was um, "Oh Happy Day," which is a a a gospel standard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's an aspect of their music I really like that I never thought that I would really get into was kind of that kind of you know churchy yeah you know Jesusy type yeah. of stuff. And but it's, it's actually it's really you know, cool in, in sort of a a a, a rock environment like right. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a part of a spectacle. Yeah, you know I mean because it is it is very uh, gospel driven and gospel in itself is very R and B driven. Right. Right. You know, like old school R and B. Yeah. Know what I mean. And, uh, yeah, man, um, <clears throat> gospel bands, like, I don't know if it's, um, if it's maybe just a difference between, like, I think, like, when you go to, like, white mega, white people mega churches, right? Yeah. Like, you get that Christian rock stuff, Ugh. right? You know, and it's kind of terrible. Ugh. Um, and what, I can't remember the name of the, the Christian rock metal band, but, like, didn't one Wasp? of those... No, <laughs> fucking Wasp. Striper, Striper. No, not Striper Come either. On. No, but both. I don't think Wasp was Christian rock. Striper definitely was. Oh, Striper, but, yeah. Yeah, but um, no, there was one like recently, like one of these garbage, you know, fucking, you know, Jesus died for you. Yeah, you know I, mean? I like that they're going into like speed metal. Yeah, no, for sure. I don't know if that's what they they're do. They're infiltrating. Yes, yeah, right. But um, that dude got arrested for trying to pay somebody to kill his wife. I'm gonna find. 
I'm gonna find some information <laughs> on that. And like, yeah. not even like a lot. Like he would like he reached out to somebody and was like, "I give you a thousand dollars, you off my wife." And I'm like, "That's." I fair. call the cops on you too if you only get offer me a grand. Yeah, right. Exactly. You cheapskate. You cheap some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Spiritualize was great, man. They played a lot of old stuff. I think they played like 18 songs, 19 songs, all together. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And they played some great. They played some really good stuff from like. Like they're like very early on in the show, Andy's like, "Oh man, I didn't think they would play this song. It's from like another, yeah, from like an yeah. old album or something." Um, and there, there was a lot of really good, um, like "Come Together" is really, really kicks ass. Oh yeah, that song's um, amazing. The you know, uh, she kissed me and it felt like a hit. Oh yeah, that was the one I wasn't expecting great, at all. That was fucking great. Great song. Um, so there was a bunch of stuff that really was, you know, yeah. So I mean, I did, we had to take a quick quick snippet out you know for some technical difficulties but getting back to the show in general it was to me you know when the crowd like when the crowd likes to do their weird yelling thing when when the when the band quiets down a little bit like woo yeah 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 it's like dude spiritualize has always had kind of like a a, a weird time fitting in right cuz they're not jam band no right but, but they, they could be but they could be yeah they're not 100% like psychedelia hippie right but they appeal to that audience yeah, right yeah yeah you know, and and they're not all like heavy, heavy, but they do have some rocky parts, right? right so, right. so it's really cool to me. Like they they blend a lot of stuff, which I think is great. And um, as I just keep getting lower and lower because my lower. mic's lower. Um, but uh, yeah, but I I just brought this up. <laughs> uh, Timothy Peter Lambesis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that <laughs> right. Uh, was in a American Christian metalcore band called As I Lay Dying. Oh, right. which they stole from Faulkner. Yes, right, right. Scumbags. Yeah. Come up with your own name. Don't steal the name of a Faulkner book. Yes. And then he also had a um, solo side thrash metal project uh, as a tribute to Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> called Austrian Death Machine, right? Okay. Uh, which he played all the instruments of. Uh, so, yeah, but this dude um, totally tried hiring somebody to kill his wife. Um Man, I really hope they make a 48 hours about this. I would watch that. Yeah, right. Or Dateline, sure. especially Dateline, because. He's also a bodybuilder, right? Like, um. Ugh. Ugh. Nothing worse than a self righteous, jacked up, metalcore frontman. Ugh. Right, right. All right. Well, the, you know. But, like, that yeah. was the thing. That was maybe the thing that I was disappointed about, about this show. Which is really not a, you know, it's really not like a true disappointment, but like they had no opening act. Mm-hmm. And so they could have gone out and played longer had they decided to space out on some stuff. Like there was definitely opportunities for space where they could have just kind of gone off onto some, you know, sonic space time travel thing. And oh, I yeah, would have just loved sure. it because it would have been awesome, but they did not. And so, you know, that was probably my only disappointment was that they didn't play more music just by stretching the songs out by having them go into space, which would have, you know, to me would have been great because I love that. Um, but maybe not. But yeah, I mean, I, I, you know. Or even played a couple more songs. Like I wouldn't have right. been, I wouldn't have been mad at that. You know what I mean? Now, who like, would, right? Right, right. Like, hey, you want to play a few more songs? Fucking great. They that got up and awesome. left and I was like, oh man, they're going to come back for like a whole nother set. And then they come back and they play a couple of songs. Yeah, they, they played like three songs. Yeah, really. three songs yeah. and they split. And I was like, and then I was like, oh, it's really, it's really, this is really done. The house lights came up. I'm like, what? I'm like, right, oh, right, man. right, right. 
Well, even the bartender was like, yeah, they're going to come and play out for 20 more minutes. Do you guys want to close your tab? Yeah. But what does she know? She's just a bartender. How does she know? Well, yeah, right, right, right. How does she know? It's not right. like they played a couple of, you know, it's not like they played a couple of dates at the film. Yeah, well, they I, played I, one. I know. I don't know. But, yeah. like, everybody seemed to know, right? Like, yeah. everybody in the film where it was very, like, yeah, uh, so it's just them. They're going to play for about two hours. That was the first bartender yeah, we talked yeah. to, right? Like, um, and, like, he mentioned that, like, their tour bus had had an issue or something, right? right. And they, they didn't soundtrack until 7. Um but they still sounded great, man. Like it was, uh, it was a great show. I'm glad. I'm glad we were there. Uh, sorry for anybody who missed it. Like it yeah. was, it was fucking great. Um, but for us, for us old people, like when a show ends at like 10:30, it's that's like fucking awesome. Oh man. man, this is great. But us, we're stupid. We're like, yeah. What's what's Vaz doing? What's Vaz? Vaz what's lives, friend of the show Vaz doing? What's Vaz doing right now? He lives real close. He's like, I'm at the bar. Uh, yeah. Like, like, all right, but we'll all be right. over in a minute. <laughs> 700 Club, it is right. Yeah. Then Shasta I switched, Vaz. Yeah, and I, I switched from IPAs to a porter, which was just... That was a terrible I, idea. Yeah, it was a bad idea, but I do love the Edmund Fitzgerald by oh, Great Lakes. Yeah. yeah, right, so um, I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get that. I, got, I appreciate the 700 Club because they at least have some decent... Uh, they're, they're, their beer selection is pretty decent. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Right, they come sure. in, they've got, they got the Avs-Flames game on, game yeah, five, and yeah. then they've got game three of the Thunder Trailblazer series. I'm mm-hmm. like, sports! Yeah, like, I'm, great. I'm okay with that. Uh, the Avs, the Avs won. Five, I did yeah, see that. Five yeah. to one, knocked the uh, Flames out. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau, you should have showed up to the playoff series, man. Right, like, it would have been good. Just like Tampa Bay Lightning, you should have shown up for the playoffs at all. CBJ, CBJ, yeah. CBJ. But you know, I you know, I'm not mad that. about Sergey Bobrovsky shutting it down. Yeah, uh, Philly's ex-flyer. legend. Yeah, ex Flyers legend, Philly's legend. Yeah, Flyers legend, uh, the big Bob. One of, of the other awesome things that came out of the show was this Ooh, sweet, this sweet, sweet shirt that I'm wearing. T shirt that you are wearing right now, but it has, you know, Jay Spaceman on the uh, front in his space outfit that in literally says outfit. Jay Spaceman. Yeah, yeah, right. Which right. is super cool. And it has the back, which is just very simple. It's just the, 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 the name of the band and the name of the, the album. Yep. And, and the uh, the album art, which was some Morris Code, yeah, which I believe is actually and nothing hurt in Morris in Morris Code. Code. Oh, that's yeah. cool, mm-hmm. nice. So so super cool. So all in all, great show, um, great venue. If you're in Philly and you can check out a show at the Fillmore, oh, totally worth it. And that whole area has come up. Oh yeah, lots of stuff going on. There's I didn't Goose realize, Island Brewery. Like that, so, right I sent I sent Andy an email. I get an email the day of, and it's like, hey, ticket <clears throat> ticket buyer goer. Got some time before the show. Go to this venue, and I was like, "Oh man, this sounds like it's right next, right near, right nearby." So I sent it to Andy, and it's like a comedy club, and it's right across the street, it's right across the street. Line, yeah. And I had no idea, right? And so very cool. It's a, it's right, it's basically right by the Sugar House Casino. So if you're doing some degenerate gambling, um, yeah, you, well, what do you duck across? Is that is that that's not Delaware Ave? You got to duck across. I think it is. Yeah, Delaware. it is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Delaware Ave. Yeah, yeah. so you just mm-hmm. go across Delaware Ave. Yeah, and there's and all then, this cool stuff right yeah. there. And Delilah's. The foundry's there. Yeah, Delilah's is there. Delilah's is on Spring Garden, right? Yeah, it's, it's not close. Far. It's close enough. It's right. close. Right. It's close enough that I'm going to mention it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah, we didn't wind up at Delilah's, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yeah, Vaz, we, we picked you over strippers. Yeah, right, right, right. You better, you better respect right. that, okay? Right. And just so nobody is upset, um, hi, Sweet Lou. Just a big shout out to Sweet Lou. For no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see you last night. Would have loved to. Uh, Rand McNally. Should, yeah, Rand McNally, fucking Frenchie. Uh, I am going to go see Endgame with Sweet Lou, though. So. Did you guys get your tickets? Oh, yeah. You know you know me. I'm like, I, I, know, I laugh I, at people who are like, we the, got our tickets already. Sweet Lou is fucking on that shit. Like, yeah. every time he's like, I got you a ticket for Captain yeah. Marvel. I got you a ticket for that. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. Yeah. And, like, he loves going to the show fucking opening night. And we go with, like, a bunch of people from work. 
And, and, and that's still, cool. Yeah, no. For sure. That's cool. Yeah. I won't see it, so don't spoil it for me. I'm gonna. I'm I won't gonna see f- it for like at least two, three weeks. Live text you. I'm gonna. Oh my god! <laughs> Somebody yeah. died. Right. Oh my god! So and so came back to life. I can't don't believe, tell me, dude. I can't believe Tony Stark gave his own life so that Peter Parker could come back, dude. What? You didn't see that? <laughs> <laughs> what? You didn't see Ant Man went up into Thanos's butt and then like expanded and blew lo- Thanos up? I love that. That's an actual theory. <laughs> I love. I love people that. are insane enough to take that seriously. And they're like, I really do think that Ant Man's gonna go into Thanos's <laughs> butthole. Fucking <laughs> the Thanos, Thanos is a theory. This is like, come on, guys. This is Thanos. Thanos brought to you by Patrick Banus. Wow, meta. Who's the fucking rapper now, wow. Foz? Who's the fucking rapper now? Wow, put that, put that, that feather in your cap, Foz. Yeah, right, right. Anyway. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, there's no way fucking Ant Man is gonna go no, into his no. his dick hole, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like what? He just fly? Yeah, because you can't. Yeah, you've got to sneak in there. <laughs> like maybe he, he fights. If, maybe he's like a mouth breather and he's right. fighting with his mouth open, and and Ant Man just flies in and then yeah. just and then just resizes to Goliath size in I, his head. And I think pfft. I think what would be amazing is if. If Ant Man flies in the dick hole or the Thanos, whichever one you want to go with, right? Oh, and then just man. blows up Thanos and comes out and like, you know, like and everybody's looking at him and then he's just like, and new reigning undisputed Universal Champion. Yes, right. Scott Lang. And Brad. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh I don't know what happened there. All right. Fucking spiritualized was great. Uh you probably didn't get it, uh, if you if you listen to the show you probably weren't there. We probably would have seen you. Uh but fucking there's probably YouTube videos and shit. Fucking I hope check so. it out. Yeah, yeah. Cuz the sound is fantastic. Yeah. Don't be one of those scumbags that like <clears throat> records half the show from your from your cell phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Live it. Live the experience, people. Yes, yes, exactly. Live the experience and then steal all the lanyards. Mm-hmm. All right? Because I'm sorry, Fillmore. All right. I know you're not going to listen to the show because we only have like 11 listeners. But if somebody from your your you know somebody from your uh, right. venue is listening to the show, I did steal all the lanyards. Um, but it's not like they could reuse them. Yeah, right? you can't yeah. reuse these. It says spiritualized April 19th. It's date stamped. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right? All right. So you're not going to get the you're not going to get the cord back. The cord though. Yeah. There's value yeah. to that, right? Like, yeah, I guess. At least a penny in that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. These these are made cheaply. I'm sure. We could send you a, a check for ten cents if we need to. Yeah. No, I'll send you guys a check. I'm yeah. cool with that. No, for sure. So, suckers. There it is. That's what's going on. That's the fucking news. People. Yeah. That's what's going on in the world. Yeah. Right. Concerts are Concerts going on. Concerts and shit. That's what's going on. Yeah. So yeah. and maybe we'll figure out a way to go see We Were Promised. I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah. You gotta take some time for that. I know, I know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure All something right. out. All right. We were promised jetpacks. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I saw them last year at uh well, I think it was last year. I think they did a couple shows at Boot and Saddle in Philly. <clears throat> and I saw them there. It was before the the release of their last album. Um, which I can't remember what the name of it is, but right. I can pull it up. Uh decent album for sure. I liked it. A lot of songs in there that are that are pretty good. Uh, if you're not familiar with We Were Promised Jetpacks, why don't you try use some We Were Promised Jetpacks? Right. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what date that that show is, but I think it's like uh, I don't even know. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know. It's June or July. It's like a Thursday in June or July in Pittsburgh. It's probably mid June, but I can't remember because I don't have it on my calendar. But we we usually would have like uh, 
it, it's the weekend of the Deutschtown Music Festival in Pittsburgh, which is like <coughs> Deutschtown's like you know basically just that'd be Germantown. Yeah, it's yeah. our old neighborhood um, before we we bought the house in the Mexican War Streets mm. uh, of Pittsburgh. Very fancy and mm, historic. Fancy. Um, but that weekend is usually they do a huge music festival that's all free, uh, indoor outdoor. There's probably like 20, 30 venues, uh, all kinds of different music. Um, but, you know, the Thursday just before that, we were promised Jetpacks is playing on the other side of town, and I don't even know. Yeah, they're playing the Thursday, uh, there you go. Thursday, July 11th. July 11th. Which is unfortunate for you um, because Wednesday, July 10th, I can see them at the Union Transfer. Oh. And Union Transfer is a fucking great venue. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, it really Where, is. What's the, what's the Pittsburgh venue? Spirit? Spirit Lounge, yeah, yeah, they're playing Spirit Lounge. Is that cool? Yeah, or? it's like an old, uh, it's like an old VFW. Okay, and uh, they took a, they, t- they basically bought it, and we saw, I saw the, oh god, I got it, was it PSWA? Um, I we saw a wrestling event there. Oh yeah, uh, the Pennsylvania State Wrestling Association. It was, it's a, it is a local, uh, like indie wrestling outfit, and we went to Spirit Lounge one night to go see this you know, event and there's like a couple rows of like folding chairs and then there's a ring and the ring is like, you know, if you're standing on the mat, you might have maybe five feet between your head and the ceiling. So there's no top rope moves really because you would put your head through the ceiling once you got up there. Um, But it was a good time. It was just like, you know, local fun. So they have like a lot of different venues on the, in the basement and then on the first floor. Okay. So they'll probably play up on the the main level and then in the basement, they'll probably just have whatever. You think they'll have like random wrestling in the basement? God, that would be amazing. If I could just go get, if I could go get a beer, watch some random wrestling and then go back up and listen to Weaver Promise Jetpacks, that would probably just be like, like, how can I complete this night anymore? Yeah, no, for sure. Midget strippers, that makes, that's how. Yeah, that, that makes a strong argument over union transfer. So, you know, maybe maybe do go. some research, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And the uh, the the latest We Were Promised Jetpacks album is called The More I Sleep, The Less I Dream. Cool. Which is a great, great name for an album, right in on. my opinion. Uh, we Were Promised Jetpacks. Maybe uh, one of my favorite band names. Love that fucking name. Yeah, yeah. That's that's always a good thing is when you have a when you have a clever, fun yeah. uh, band name. Because you're like, you're right. We were promised jetpacks. Like they were in fucking James Bond movies. Yeah, the yeah. stuff we were promised by now, man. I'm telling mm. you. I'm telling you, flying cars and shit. Sixty sci-fi really, they really no, shit they the bed. Fucked man. us. They, yeah, they really fucked yeah, us. Yeah, I, I got such high hopes for stuff. I never flying wear silver cars. clothes. Never yeah. wear silver clothes. Yeah, yeah. No. everything would be sleek and streamlined. Yeah. And, yeah. You'd Forget push a it. button and like shit would just fucking automatically happen. Yeah, you but, guys ruined it. Yeah, yeah. 2019 yeah. fucking big disappointment. Yeah, big disappointment. Big disappointment. I thought we'd have better, but instead we don't. Yeah. I'm so mad at you guys. Fucking make the Jetsons. Great. So now we got to switch that, over you to. Hear that, I, that you was hear me. that thumb thump. You no, that, that thump. was not. You couldn't hear that. Oh fuck! Yes, you can. You can't but hear that. 100. percent Anyways. Fucking happy foot over here. Anyways, okay. <laughs> My foot was tired and I had to move it. <laughs> So we're, let's switch it up to uh, a pseudo uh, mixed media moment. Movies, books, books and guns and stuff. Then you're going to see a show and then you're going to check out a band and steal some lanyards. Oh, yeah. Then you're going to do that. Oh. So I wanted to talk about, you know, Comic-Cons this year because 2019, you know, it's oh, April. Big year so, for Comic-Con. So the con is like, so the cons are starting to ramp up. And um, so I just, and I just went to one. So. Um, I did not go. Yeah. So there were there were competing cons in the state of Pennsylvania. 
That's very matter of fact. I, I did not you. go. I did not go to this con. <laughs> I said good day, sir. This segment is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> this segment needs a file plug. So there was there was uh, there were competing cons in in PA uh, April twelfth weekend. Um, in both in Pittsburgh or no 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 uh, oh the great the great, great American Philly. yeah right I, I, what do they call it is that, it's the Great American Comic Con that's what they call it now yeah yeah because they can't call it the Greater Philadelphia Comic Con uh, yeah I don't know I did not go yeah. Um, uh, I think, I think we, we were, we talked about this a bunch of episodes ago. Did you go with Eve ago. to the, uh... No, no. Okay. So I, uh, her brother and I, her younger brother and I went, he wanted to go check it out and, uh, it was, uh, spoiler alert, it was my birthday weekend. So he yeah, bought me, right. he bought me a ticket. And so we went out Sunday morning to the Sunday show, the Sunday show, I guess, sun, Sunday show, whatever you call it. But um, the Greater Philly Comic Con was going on that weekend in probably in Oaks, PA, yeah. uh, outside. Always in Oaks, yes. Always in Oaks. Uh, unfortunately, unnecessarily expensive, and as we found out a couple years ago, and that's why we don't go anymore. Yeah, wasn't it like 60 bucks no, or something? it was something? like 60 bucks to get yeah, in, which right, was like right. ridiculous, ridiculous. Yes. Like I should be able to go up and fist bump celebrities for that cost, but you know, uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, sixty bucks for a comic con at the Oaks Convention Center. Right, which I love the Oaks Convention Center. I go to the um, oh, what it's what is it called the the Honey Bee the Gun Show? No, no, I go they're to, there too. I yeah, they are there, and as I have well. been to one. But and I, I I do not do those. But I do go to the vintage guitar show that's there. Oh wow! Uh, twice a year they have a the they have a fall outing and then a summer outing. Uh, and I try to go to at least one, if not both, um, and um, generally buy something. Every time I'm there, there's a lot of cool stuff right. there and take some pictures. I've bought two guitars, um, right. uh, which which are now my two main guitars, actually, Cool. Uh, at these um, vintage guitar shows. Um, yeah, they have, like, boat shows. Oh, they, they have, have everything. all kinds of stuff there. And it's always funny, like, the, whenever, whenever you go to one of these shows at the Oaks Convention Center, whether it's the... The Comic Con, and and if the if the people who who run the Great American Comic Con are somehow listening to us, get that back down to like thirty five, forty bucks. We're back in. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. But sixty bucks, you're out of your head. Yeah, you're 60, gonna sixty five bucks for a one day pass on a Saturday. Right. We're gonna we're gonna hear that that's gonna, gonna be like a thing. That's not gonna be a thing anymore. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, oh, there's no more Comic Con. Why? They it's overcharge. a decent con. Yeah, it's yeah. a decent con, and they bring out some decent artists. So this year they had Neil Adams again. And so I was a little disappointed because I would have liked to have seen, you know, you know, I always like to see Neil Adams and, and you know, talk to him or harass him or whatever. Um, but instead, I went to the Steel City Con. Steel City So it's Con. just called Steel City Con. They don't have the word comic in it, and that's how you know it's trouble. Um, but they also have, like, a lot of – they're very celebrity heavy. Mm, yes. So they had, like, you know, five or six people that were not important on The Office – Define not important because uh, if like Kevin Malone, the guy who played Kevin Malone was there, I would have been pretty fucking hyped. Kevin Malone was the big husky dude. Yes, I'm trying to think if he was there or not. The, the I'm, I'm looking this up right. right now. The redheaded woman was there. I can't remember. Meredith. For Meredith sure. was there. Mm-hmm. Creed was there. I fucking love Creed. Um, I mean, that's the HR dude, the Hispanic HR. Toby. Dude. Toby no, was no, there. no, 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 not Toby. Uh, Oscar was Oscar. In, 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 uh, an accountant. He was. The oh, only, he was, a, he was yeah, an accountant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, he was there. The office, um, I'm trying to remember who else there might have been one or two other people there, but I can't remember. So they were doing like a, a lot of like ensemble photo shoots, which is cool. Yeah, no, I, and I, I feel like all of those people are not 
unimportant ancillary characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But but it's, yeah, I mean, it's not... It's not Michael Scott. It's not right. fucking, yeah, you know, it, it, but you're not going to get Rainier Wolf. Rain Wilson, yeah. You're going to get Rain Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or the guy who played Jim and, yeah. or Steve Carell. Like, right, those, right. those guys, those guys aren't going to be there. Uh, but for, you know. So they were there and uh, Shatner was there on Saturday. He was there, I think, Friday and Saturday. See, like, I would have been way more pumped for The Office than Shatner. And I would have liked to have seen Shatner, but he hates crowds. He hates people. Yeah. So it's like, well, don't worry, Will. We hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really just hate kidding. William Shatner. I'm just kidding. I'm not fuck Will Shatner. No, but I, you know, he's he, like Trekkies probably give him the worst. Like they probably are like harass the crap out of him. I feel so bad. Like they probably really harass him. That might not be the most recent one. That might be the upcoming one because they do a couple. Ernie of fucking them. Hudson from no, the Ernie, Ghostbusters. He, no, Steve that, Gutenberg. No, no, that's the next one. That's the upcoming one. Holy shit. So so Steel City Con does a series of cons. Andy Dick? That's May. Um, they do a series X, of cons. X, the Honky Tonk Man. X-Pack. Professional honk- Wrestling Legend. X-Pack. Don't know who that guy is. Um, so, Don't so, know who Kelly Hu is, but... Kelly Hu, Kelly Hu was Lady Deathstrike. Oh, in, yeah, I see that right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she does a bunch of cool stuff. She'll probably get harassed, but... Um, for sure. So this is Sean this Pony. is all the May show that he's... George, I was George, George Takai. Takai. I, I'm in on, yeah, um, for sure. So that's the May shows. Ray Park, a.k.a. Darth Maul. And uh, this was in April. So they had Corey Feldman, who, you know, whatever. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah, Karen Allen. Karen Allen from uh, yeah, Indiana for, Jones. Yeah, and and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gates McFadden. Who else was there? Uh, Corbin Burnson we saw. Ooh, okay. Uh, sexual Chocolate Mark Henry, a uh, professional wrestler. And apparently he may have been the world's strongest man at one point. That might be legitimate. Oh yeah, I I, I think at, he had at least won something. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Shirley Jones from the Partridge Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be there. That's good. Um, who else I see? Jim Ross, uh, legendary uh, wrestling announcer. Um, is, is is that the? Is, he's from Revenge of the Nerds, right? Yeah, Brian yeah he yeah, did yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, he was in yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is this is the May one. Okay. So this is the one that's coming up. Um, because they do a series of them, and there'll probably be one in August too, because they they do a lot of them. So there was a bunch of there, you know, there was a bunch of stuff. Apparently, when we got in Sunday around lunchtime, we were hearing that Saturday was like a clusterfuck. Like they, the fire police had to show up. Like the fire or this fire, is in August actually. In same. August, okay. So the fire marshal had to show up, and they would not let people in until people left because they'd reach capacity. Because it's not a huge venue; it's at the Monroeville Convention Center, which is attached to the Monroeville Mall. Okay. Um, and it's not a huge venue, um, so they had a, you know they had a ton of people in there. So once you had a lot of people in there, they 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 shut it down. Um, so from a from a comics perspective, I'll show you I'll show you the hall. I took a picture for the show, but here is a here's a here's a selection. This is missing two things. Okay, but this are is, they with CGC or no no no? Uh, I did take something to a guy who has an uh uh. A shop in Ohio, and he's going to send it to CGC. It's uh, Avengers Annual <coughs> eight or eighteen. It's the first appearance of Rogue. Okay. Um, so I sent that off to get slabbed. This is awesome. So this is second appearance of Black Adam, which is technically kind of the first appearance of Black Adam. That's either the se- that's either the second appearance overall, or it is the second uh, modern age appearance. Okay. Behind that Shazam solo issue. 
Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Um, so I picked that one up. That was a decent Ooh, price. Preacher number nine here. These were like these were from like a dollar or two dollar box. No way, that's great. Yeah, so I just started grabbing rando stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is yeah. So this is um the short run of uh the de- the separate death comic right um, for the Sandman for yeah for the yeah. Sandman universe that uh Neil Gaiman did right. Uh, that's fucking great. I was looking for this one. Um, Space Knight number one. So this is. Venom Space Might Space Knight number one. This is the uh, hip hop variant, mm-hmm. and this is the the variant is uh, Cool Keith Lost in Space. Yeah, right. So I as soon yeah, as I no, saw that this is like right. like a Cool Keith one, I was like, I gotta have this. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Um, I'm interested in that story. Okay. Um, Cosmic Ghost Rider is actually Frank Castle. Uh, here's, Punisher. Here's another uh, Origins and Omens, another Black Adam. So this is this is a set of um, Justice Society that I picked up because it was all these are Alex Ross covers. Yeah. So the I don't yeah, the, no, the interior art is probably this not. But, this one's fucking great. Yeah. 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 And then this is oh, all this awesome. oh, Alex Ross. Again. This is all, right. all issue twenty six. There were three. Oh yeah, yeah. There are right, three right, issues. Right. So Hawkwoman's here, Hawkman's here. So there are three issues, and they all they all are. Um, it's a series. That and Doctor Fate is yeah. fucking unbelievable. So you put them all together, and it's one it's one group photo of the Justice Society. Oh, so like you see how that works? Yeah. When you buddy. put them all together. Yeah. Okay, um, so I saw that, okay. and I was like, I definitely That's wanted funny. that. Okay, you got a death in the family here. Yeah, nice. this I, I forget where I saw this one, but it was I, I just picked up the one where uh, I I picked up book three. This is a great one, yeah. Um, and that was slabbed, and that was just kind of like I got it at auction. It was like twenty bucks. Nice. And this was the old uh, this is the old superpowers. Yeah, right. Um, the the comics that came out along with the action figures, but these are all Jack Kirby covers. Yeah, and I believe this is uh, the first appearance of the Disciples of Doom. Okay. Right. Cool. Um, Right, but yeah, I mean, it was it was all like it was all the I forgot that Kirby did all the covers for this series. Yeah, right, right. And he may have done a lot of the writing too. Right. So I just picked those up because I thought that was cool. Yeah, because um, he was doing like New Titans at this time. Yeah, right. Yeah, but he uh, he did. Yeah, all there his, was a Titan. There was a Titan story arc that he did. Yeah, right. and so the, there's two that are missing from here that I do, I did not bring with me. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number thirty-seven. Okay. And Amazing Spider-Man number three twenty-three. Uh, 323 is part of the McFarlane work. Oh, uh, the Todd McFarlane yeah. work. It happens to be um, the Captain America and Spider-Man cover that is like I forget what I, I, I forget what it was a story arc, but it was uh, it was Captain America and Spider-Man on the cover, which is pretty cool. I just started getting back into some of those, getting some of that McFarlane artwork. Yeah, right, right. The, the just the huge muscular McFarlane yeah. artwork. Yeah, and then uh, 37. I actually traded. Um, I traded Spider-Man 92, which was in really excellent shape towards that Spider-Man issue, okay. uh, number 37, cause I didn't have it and it was in pretty good shape and I was trying to do, I had taken some comics with me to swap Nice. and I figured that the guy would want, I, I was actually impressed with the, the comic dealers for the most part, a lot of the comic dealers, their tables were legit. Like they had really excellent stuff. Like the quality was really good. Right. Like right. they had they had like Silver Age stuff, but it was in really good condition. No, that's awesome. So it was in like really nice shape. And they had, you know, there's a lot of good slabs and there's a lot of good um like <laughs> you know, keys and stuff. But most of the guys that were there had stuff that was in really excellent shape. 
So um, there was some stuff. There was some other stuff that I would have liked to have picked up at some point. There was a there was a Doctor Strange. This random dude had a bunch of like action figures and DVDs and weird stuff. But then okay. on the top shelf, he would have all these slabs, like just random slabs. Nice. And he had, I think it was like Doctor Strange 174, which is the original series from the 60s after they start started renumbering, after they stopped... Redoubling Strange Tales. Strange Tales. Yeah, right. So this is 174, and it's one of the run that I'm looking for because some of that is the original, like original Doctor Strange story arcs and stuff, and it was he had it slabbed, and I don't know why, but I didn't want to pay a guy like 80 bucks for a slab. I was just like, eh. Yeah, right, because that's not a very high-value book. No, right? it's I mean, not, it's yeah. A nice, it's a cool book. It's a cool cover, right? Yeah. But, um, I mean, why people get the most random things slabbed is beyond me. Yeah, I mean, to me, like, slabbing is for either first issues. Right, key appearances. Key or first appearances, right? right? Or really key storylines. You know what I mean? And sometimes, like, you know, I get stuff slabbed because it's, like, the artwork. Yeah, no, no, no. And I got I, it, maybe I, I got it signed. Cover cover arts or signs, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, those are those are also included, yeah. right? But, like, rando comics, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I, I don't know if I'd slab those. Like, I saw, I, like, I've seen, um, I've seen this one comic dealer that puts stuff on a couple different auction sites and he's like just slabbed x factor and i'm like dude that is a series that no one like it's for the mo with that I, I loved x factor i actually at one point and i so i i lost a bunch of comics right okay uh but i had x factor number one and i believe there's some value to that that book um i'll look it up i mean right now. x factor number like eight or nine have the first two appearance of apocalypse which is kind of important. Yes. Other than that, the most of the X Factor is just like, hey, we brought back the original X-Men and they have a series and here they are. And I don't recall that any of it to me had any value outside of the Apocalypse issues because they were keys. And even then, I'm just kind of like, meh, whatever. Like, you know, I don't I don't really care that much, but, you know. So, you know, I want to talk about like the con season because there's going to be a bunch of cons everywhere, right? And... Um, one of the things that I did find out because I was looking to see uh, where uh, Jim Steranko was going to show up at, at some cons this year. And you are right. X Factor number one is not worth anything at all. Uh, you can get a 6.5 copy for around $8. There you go. Which is weird because I like the cover art of X Factor number one. Um, it was what? It was, a, it was like, a, like a wraparound or something. Uh, I can't remember. I feel like it was a wraparound or something kind of important, but you know, whatever. They're it back. They're back from the people that brought you X-Men. Without Wolverine. <laughs> We're going to bring you back the original X-Men in their own comic, but it's not going to be called X-Men anymore because right. that's being taken up by the Wolverine version. X-Factor. Yeah, I, think, I feel like this is like, nah, it probably wasn't a wraparound. It was It was a decent cover. I, did, I didn't, I thought that there was a lot of, this is in this one, this is in this arc or this time period in like the late nineties or late eighties, early nineties, where they were overdoing the X comics. Well, you had like X Force, X Factor, X Terminators, X Caliber. Like, uh, like you know what? Whatever, dude. Yeah, X Caliber. I actually liked X Caliber a little bit better. Yeah, but that was a yeah, it was a different group. It was pretty fun. Yeah, no, you had like Captain Captain Britain. Britain. Yeah, yeah. Britain's then... only superhero. <laughs> yes, yes. 
and he's the captain of them. Yeah. He's the captain. He's not the constable. And then you had Rachel Summers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The few, one of the few. I, I, did she come from the future? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she was the daughter of uh, Jean Grey and yeah, Scott. Scott. Yeah, Scott. Scott right. Summers, yeah. And then there was, uh, what was it, um, Nightcrawler? But I like this cover art. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride. That rando chick. Yeah, that rando chick that's with Captain Britain, Nightcrawler. Yeah. And then Rachel Summers, who was Phoenix. She came from the future. She yeah. was a hound in the future. Yeah, and she had like she had like spiked collars. Yeah, because the hounds hounds wore like fetish gear. Yeah. And, you know, because it's the fucking 90s, right? Like early 90s comics. And it's like they were based in Britain. Yeah. Excalibur. Yes. Based in Britain. Kitty Pride in her own puffy jacket. Yes. Very nice pirate shirt. Yeah. That fine pirate garb. So, so one of the things I found about the cons this year when I was looking up some Stranako appearances to kind of see where he would be, uh, famed uh, writer-artist George Perez, um, this is going to be his last set of shows before he calls it a career, mm-hmm. um, mainly because he's in very poor health. I mean, he's been in bad health for years, and, and this is something that I wasn't aware of, and, you know... But you know, having having talked about a lot of the health issues that Stan Lee had towards the end of his life, um, you know, this kind of was an interesting point that you know to come up. So there's a there's a bunch of cons that you know that are out of town, of course, right. New, New York, Connecticut, wherever, where some of these guys are going to be. Like a, a lot of the Philly area cons are not going to contain artists or writers that are uh, of you know significant importance. To, to this show anyway. Right. Um, but, I, you know, maybe... Hold on one second. There it is. I think we're going to have to take a quick break here, and we're going to replace that mic cord. All right. I think the mic is... I think we got our mic check fixed. So we're going to do... Yeah, just going to pull back in on this con thing. So, I, you know, I wanted... I, I kind of wanted to see George Perez and, and maybe, you know get some stuff signed or whatever. Not that I even have a George Perez comic, to be honest. What is George Perez best known for? uh, His first work was with uh, the Deathlock character for Marvel Comics. Then he had a really long run on Teen Titans. And he did, um, he also did the first Infinite Crisis series. Um, Okay. But I, I mean, you know, I have an Infinite Crisis-like trade. Um, Other than that, I don't remember all the things. He did, he had a run on Avengers, I think. Um, so there was a bunch of stuff that he did was significant enough, you know what okay. I mean? It's just about tracking down something. And, um, but I think there is a, there's a con in, uh, at the Mohegan Sun outside of New Haven, Connecticut, because, you know, let's go to random places. Okay. Uh, it's called Terrific Con and that will have, uh, that'll have George Perez and Stranko. So I'm just throwing it out there. Probably zero chance that we could make that happen, but I figured that it was, you know, it was worth, you know, bringing up. That's in August. Uh, but they're saying Friday only is George Perez. I don't know about Stranko or is this, or is this Stranko? I don't know. No, it's George Perez. So George Perez is Friday only at that con. There's also the Niagara Falls con that he'll be at, which is clearly in Niagara Falls. And then there's some other stuff. Their website did not do a good job of like telling us where these things were. They just said, here's terrific con. And here's the link. I'm not going to tell you where it is. You have to, you know, click through, but anyway, so I mean, I'd like to see some other cons. I, I'm, I'm definitely going to check out some of these other Pittsburgh cons. Got their website up right now. Boom. 
Batman theme, 30 second, ver- like what the fuck is up with your website here, bud? Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's pretty busy. Oof, oof. Pretty busy. You need to hire some uh, better nerds here. Yeah, Um. you would think. All right, so let's look at comic book artists and writers. Is that the Mohegan Sun? That's right. Um, George Perez, okay. I see yeah, George yeah, Perez. Yeah. Um, Jim Sternenko. Yeah, yeah. Yep, Top yep. billing, of course. Oh, Chris Claremont. Yep. All right. So, the, hey, look at there. Excalibur number one. There Chris you go. Claremont, right? Yeah. There's a lot going on here. Alan Davis, Excalibur number one. Yeah. I should pull out my Excalibur number one. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. This guy did Batman Damned. Yeah. yeah Scott Azzarello. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's good. And and uh, and he he did some shit for. Um, uh, uh, Brian Azzarello. Brian Azzarello. He did, he did some uh, cover art for uh, Hellblazer. Uh, cool. Oh, so yeah, this is. See, now you're getting me more interested with you know like George Perez, like yeah, yeah, and, and I've already seen Jim Stranenko. Like, don't really care about that. Chris Claremont. I think he was at a con that we were at as well at one point. You say um, you don't care about Jim Stranenko. You hush your mouth. I, I'm not saying that I don't care, but like it's not pulling me to. It's not a priority it's right now. It's not pulling me to Connecticut. You yeah, know what I mean? that's a that's a thing. There's not a lot of cons where all these guys are going to be at that are nearby. You know, what right, I mean? right. Maybe yeah. in Baltimore, maybe in New York City, but they like. But I could get a Brian Azzarello comic sign. Like I can do that. You know what I mean? Right. Like. Yeah. So there's a lot going on there. That, you know that 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 I think would be worth you know checking out. Um, I just picked up four variants of Detective Comics 1000. One of which is a Sternanko, and I'd so you know I'd love to get that one signed and slabbed, and you know save for posterity. Um. I'm going to go tell Jim Sternenko that he needs to stop acting so fucking tough. <laughs> and see what that gets you. Yeah, right. He slaps you. Oh, fuck that old man up. He slaps you right in the face. I love Jim Sternenko. Nobody get fucking pissed. I'm just, yeah. I'm just playing, people. But I will fuck Jim. Any any 84-year-old man out there, if you want to fucking throw down. <laughs> wow, you really... <laughs> or a woman. I'm not fucking yeah. sexist about it, right? Like, I will yeah. fight any old yeah. person. Betty White. Yeah. I will fuck you up. Wow. Man, that's serious. The show, show's taking a weird turn. Yeah, now we're fighting oh, the elderly. Yeah, this right, is... right. Derek Robinson, who did some stuff for Happy. Yeah, so there's a lot of good artists that are that are going to be at this con, which is, you know, I I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a good amount of artists here, um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I figured you'd get into that part, right? Yeah, no, no, no. no. Super helpful? Yeah, no. So, so you know. Just wanted to wrap that up. Jim Starlin. You didn't, Jim Starlin. He, he did the cover art for Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. Starlin did a ton of stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. His early work with uh, Warlock was yeah, pretty yeah. pretty badass. No, for Al sure. Al Milgram, pretty yep. popular. He's, he's done some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of artists here, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like crappy artists. I was very like I was very satisfied that they had a lot of good artwork. Like, right. A, a, good, a lot of art people there. So, um you know, so we'll, we'll have to we we'll have to consider it. You know. Yeah, we'll take a look. I'm mean, just gonna look at some of the other stuff here. What do we got here? Yeah. Uh, who are the media and cosplay guests? Let's take a look. Oh no. Get your picture taken with that guy. Fucking Billy, Billy D. Williams. Williams. Holy fuck, dude! That's kind of awesome. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, they got it going on this show. It is terrific. Well, I mean, it's just it, it, Billy D. Williams is all we got so far, right? But I mean, there's there's other people here. I I. I'm not necessarily excited about the guy that did uh, the voice of Brain. Yeah. Right from Pinky and the Brain. Um, but I'm sure some people are. 
And there's some celebrity guests that you may not know yet. We have yeah, mystery guests, unannounced mystery guests. Pretty interesting. Yeah, it'll, it'll wow, start they, I mean, they really didn't go into too much detail there. On celebrity uh, show. Uh, yeah, right. But so. the artists, they nailed that. They nailed the artist part. So, you know, I'm cool with that. I like it. Right. So we're going to switch gears and go to uh, our uh, You Gotta you gotta Try This segment. Ooh. I'm going to switch it up. And we're going to go to the You Gotta Try This yeah, segment. Yeah, try something, bud. And uh, Try something, Sternanko. So... <laughs> So a couple episodes ago, we introduced. It might have been last episode, actually. Yeah, we, I think it was last we episode. Yeah. Uh, Andy introduced me, mm-hmm. uh, and we introduced the world, worldwide. Yes, it was first release ever here to uh, DHGate. DHGate.com. The, um, the brilliance of things people will do for you in China. Right, right. So uh, we had placed an order right after that show yes for uh what was it two hockey jerseys yes you got what did you get i got uh, i got bob probert you got the probert uh yeah yeah, the probert um hawks jersey hawks jersey jersey. and i got a uh i got a stadium series philadelphia flyers nolan patrick jersey and i this is my first time like i saw this last night when i got here and this is like one of my first times seeing this jersey and oh man this thing is That's fucking nice. legit. So, like, I'm checking this jersey out, and wow, um, it is, you know, as really, as as nice as you could really kind of get with this for it being, you know, probably a knockoff. But yeah. But yeah. anyways, look at this. It's just got it's got Philly on the interior collar. It's yep. got like, um, you know, <laughs> all the stitching work all the is very stitching good. Stitching is pretty solid. It's got the Stadium Series patch, which looks. Which looks awesome. Um, the, the one thing I, I saw last night that I was totally like geeked about was tucked in here is the fight strap, which is very uncommon in a lot of replica jerseys to see the fight strap. Um, so they kind of put like half of a button and but mainly Velcro um, for this fight strap, and I was like, wow, that's. That's pretty cool that they have that. And for those in, not in the know, the fight strap is to connect your jersey to your hockey pants. So if you do engage in some classic fisticuffs, you can't be shirted or have somebody grab the back of your shirt and pull it over your shoulder. So you know now you can't see. A la or Adam your Sandler in some movies. Sometime. Oh yes, yes, exactly. So there is there are slight differences, and I'll cover that in a little bit. But um, but all in all, I mean, like you can see, like a little bit of the stitch work is kind of, it's like the third shift. But yeah, man, yeah, all in sure. all, this is pr- really nice. So prior to getting this, I had actually gone on a tear. Um, so after that show, but um, before I got this jersey, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies signed Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper to a massive contract for the next like 87 years. And so one of the things that I got, so I, I picked up three jerseys from DH Gate. And I'm going to show them to you now, and we're going to talk about them because, I mean, these things are these things are real nice. So this is uh, the cream Sunday home jersey that they wear. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this is the, this is the Bryce oh, Harper. That's very, yeah, that's really nice. So this is like... The material looks great. Yeah, the material is legit. And I feel slightly bad about this one because uh, this is a replica of a of a Majestic jersey, <clears throat> and Majestic is an American uh, company, company that yep. makes this stuff in America. So I right. feel a little bit bad about it. But like the the numbering is, it's real nice. 
everything looks real good. I'm so excited about it. So I like that one so much. While I was away one weekend, I was hanging out with some friends and we were drinking. And when I when I when I drink and stuff, I'd end up spending money frivolously. So there was I saw this one site, this one guy had uh uh throwback baseball jerseys for like sixteen dollars. So I got this and I've always wanted one of these. This oh yeah, that old school Astros this jersey. Old school Astros jersey with the um with all the all the color, the red and the orange and the yellow. And I it's the Nolan Ryan. And uh wow. I mean Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. That's fucking fire. So like you can see that this is like Yeah, well little, little stitching errors, right? You know, you know. but whatever. So uh, how much uh, how much did that run you there, bud? Sixteen dollars. I'm sticking with the sixteen sixteen dollars. Yeah. So I mean that is, and that's that's everything. That's that's shipping. That's all of it. It's all free shipping. I don't know if I paid for shipping yet. Um, but yeah, I mean this is incredibly nice. Um, once again, not a hundred percent. Like this is the thing that they. This is how they tell you. One of the things that I saw is if they connect. If they connect the letters to like the numbers, yeah, with the string or whatever, or, or or in between, like if they don't do each thing individually, that's how you know. Like you can see here, like they've got they're going from letter to letter. Gotcha. Right. Right. So if they don't do it individually, that's like I, I guess the the real legit ones are are done that way. Um, so yeah, so I picked up that one because I really wanted. Um, I actually had this conversation because. Out in Pittsburgh, the Pirates are terrible, and the team has spent zero money on the on, on bringing in players. So uh, the city like hates them now, and I was like, <laughs> "Get that Tony Pena jersey, though." So I, what I was thinking was, I would get uh, I would get throwbacks of all these players, and because I'm already I'm already spying like a large number of throwbacks, like uh, the late like a mid '80s Padres Tony Gwynn. Mm. Real nice, um, uh, Cardinals Ozzy Smith. Excuse me, keep coughing. Um, and some other stuff too. But I, you know, I thought I would just go to the ballpark and wear uh, throwbacks of all the other teams, and not like wear like a Pirates thing and just like just go. And every time I show up, I'm wearing like a different team. I'm just like repping another team that's playing the Pirates, but not the Pirates. That'd be kind of fucking horrible, but uh, funny at but the funny, same time. But yeah. Funny. So the last one that I got was a soccer jersey that I just kind of, um, just kind of like, man, I really liked it, and um, it's pretty wild. I thought it would be, it's gonna, it's gonna probably trip some people out. Oh, it's the the Palestinian uh, soccer jersey. So this is, um, this is Club Deportivo Palestino. Okay. Um, it is, it represents a large Palestinian community in Chile. Nice. So this is a Chilean soccer club. This isn't. You know, but they happen to their their main sponsor is the Bank of Palestine, so there's all this kind of like cool Arabic on it, and then you know, same deal. But yeah, and and in in South America, their jerseys are insane with the number of advertisers that are on this thing. So like, I'd never seen this before, and I have a bunch of soccer jerseys, but I'd never seen the club patches and stuff for uh for like. Chile, like this is the Chilean, <laughs> this is like the Chilean soccer league, but there's all kinds of like logos and they're just basically whoring themselves out to get sponsorship money. But it was a really cool jersey and I kind of dug it and I think it was like 15 bucks. And so I bought it because I'm insane. 
and I do that. No, that's awesome. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, the DH gate, whew, you got to try this. I mean, if you don't, if you like, if you want to get some jerseys, um, I've seen all kinds of stuff on there. Um, you know, all kinds of stuff, but you know, do your research, do your homework. I mean, I did my research with all of these. I looked into all of these. Um, I made sure that the, like who I was looking at, like I knew what size to order because people gave feedback on what sizes to order. Uh, I typically ordered from people who had reviewers who posted pictures of what they got. So you could actually see what they got and you could see how like, like mad decent these replicas were. So I'm just like, Oh, dude! Yeah, I saw these. These are those. These are those black and white. Were these the All Star jerseys? Or no, they... that was the Stadium Series. This is the Stadium so the, Series. Yeah, the, that's the Winter Classic jersey. So okay. Yeah, you guys have the Stadium Series this year. The Hawks have the Winter Classic. Yeah, yeah. Against the Bees, the Bruins, right? Oh um, man, it's a black and white jersey, and it's just, I, I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's, I, you know, I feel like there's more orders in my future here. I know that's a bad thing because I have too many jerseys. I'm like a collector of jerseys. Um, but I'm going to do it cause you know, whatever. So yeah, I mean, uh, our reviews are, you know, basically two thumbs up. Um, can't really say anything bad. Like I said, do your homework just like you would with any other purchase you would make online. Right. Right. Um, you know, check and it, it out. It does take a, the, the shipping, it does take a while. It mm. takes, it takes weeks. Right. So this is a good, this is the funny part. Like the range on shipping has been for me anywhere from like three, let's say two to five weeks. Yeah. Um, some stuff came right away. Um, the, some stuff took a little while, um, you know, like, like the better part of like four weeks. Right. Right. Um, I had gotten a gift for, uh, my partner Eve. I got her, uh, a t-shirt for this band. She likes milky chance. Okay. Um, I'd gotten her shirt and that I'd gotten that before I got this Jersey, this, this, the, the Deportiva Palestino Jersey. And, that showed up after I got the jersey by like well, a day, I, but we, we ordered the uh, the Nolan Patrick and uh, Bob Probert right. jerseys like almost at the exact same time. Yeah, and that um that my Proby jersey got here like two weeks before your Nolan wow. Patrick jersey got here. Yeah, that's that's a diff- that's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of this is it, it's got to get stopped at customs. And because it's coming international. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's coming out. directly from China. So yeah, I so mean, it gets checked out and then they come through. But anyways, man, you got to try this. It's it's really, if you like jerseys and stuff and you want to find some unique Yeah, yeah. I jerseys. Mean, it's, it, it, it's great for like, I'm thinking about getting that Joe Sackick Nordiques jersey. I'm thinking about getting a Peter Forsberg nice, Nordiques jersey. Nice, yeah. Cause mainly because I can't get a Peter Forsberg Flyers jersey. I can't find one yet. But okay. I can have them do it for me. But yeah, right, right, right. If I can get, if I can get an old Nords jersey, I would. Uh, yeah, a fucking Nordiques jersey is fucking They're sweet, so cool. man. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got a list. I've got like four or $500 worth of stuff in my shopping cart where I'll just look at it and be like, do I want to buy that this week or do I want right, to buy this? Right, right. So lots of throwbacks, some lots of old soccer jerseys that I want to get, um, some new stuff, uh, throwback baseball jerseys, um, you know, all kinds of throwback baseball jerseys. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, these things look, these things are great. So I'm, I'm, yeah, no, that's I'm fucking in. awesome. So, uh, so we're gonna close out with uh, a future imperfect. Yeah. Uh, the trailer for uh, episode nine. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the trailer for episode nine just dropped. Yeah. Uh, a couple well, of days no, ago, uh, was it nine? Yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah episode nine. Sorry, uh, sorry. And and we are calling this uh, the rise of Skywalker. The rise of Skywalker. I just assume it's a zombie uh, flick, and Luke comes back from the dead. But I, I I guess I could be wrong. Really would save the whole series. It really would. Um. So you know, 
it's it's got the classic, you know, almost got like the classic John Williams music to a degree, and so you get like that. Little... Ray does a backflip over a Tie Fighter, which I think is really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm going to assume she cuts that that sucker in half. Yeah. Um, which is you know, so it's more of the infighting of what we believe to be the children. Ray and and, um, and uh, yeah and um, fucking uh, Ben Wine, Solo Weiner Weiner yeah. Solo yeah right yeah yeah well I mean it is what and it is. so 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 there's been a lot of at the end she is looking at the ruins of is it a Death Star I think it's a Death Star yeah right. and there is a there is a cackle at the end yes who is this in, who is this cackle I will fucking tell you right away who that cackle is. Tell me that more. is Mark Hamill's The Joker. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, no. no, it's, no it's, it's Palpatine. Yeah, it's definitely Is it Palpatine, though? I 100% uh, think it's Palpatine, yes. Really? Yes, for sure. So so, so just like... Just... It's 100% Palpatine. Okay. Right. 100%. So what do you think? He's the he's the Snoke? I think his, he's behind uh, I think Snoke? his Force Ghost is, is, is hanging out there. His Force Ghost? Oh, his Force Ghost is hanging out in the ruins of a Death Star. Yes. Doesn't that make so much more sense? Uh... I mean, it he's makes, haunting a, a Death lot, Star. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, look, Yoda can just like project himself and and do jokes exactly and burn trees down and shit, right? right? Like, and then you here's know. and then here's Palpatine. He's stuck in the ruins of a Death Star. I don't that's, know. Uh, that's how the dark side works, man. Yeah, is it? They, All right, they do. They, they don't c- tell you that when yeah. you first sign up for the dark side. They don't tell you. Like you're gonna be able to you're gonna be able to like throw force bolts of lightning. Yes. But when you die, you have to haunt wherever it yes, is you die. Yes, exactly. Right. They don't tell you that when when yeah, you first sign up for the dark side. Right. So so there was that, and then um, Disney uh, Disney announced their um, hey let's give let's give a quick uh, so what do you think this movie is going to be a rating from one to ten like our usual movie rating? <coughs> what do you think Rise of Skywalker is going to be? It'll either be a I'll do like a before and after. It, I, I, I'm like I'm still hurt. From the last Jedi, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they can fix this for me. I think I think there's too yeah, much hokey stuff I mean, going on. I'm uh, I'm 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 really I'm going into it hoping that we come out of there with a six. Yeah, like I was thinking four or five. Yeah, just so I can be pleasantly surprised later. Um, <laughs> but you never know, so we'll see. We'll see. Right, I mean, right. I, you know, I, it just sounds like there's going to be a lot of closure between you know Ray and Ben. And we're gonna find out the lineage of these people, and yeah, then for sure. I'm gonna wonder if I care. And then we're gonna and be like, at this oh, point, I don't know if I care. Yeah, we're like, right, we're like, down I, to like, I, supposedly, I, we're down to like these two Jedi. Yes, supposedly, right. And what happens now? Yeah, I, what I, happens? I don't know. I don't know if I care to be honest with you. Right. Uh, Last Jedi, like you really hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we'll see what happens. All right. But yeah. uh, so Disney Disney announced they were going to set up their streaming platform, Disney Plus. Yep. And they're going to hoard all their content onto this platform. Yep. That's but why they I like also announced Daredevil and shit with scans. Yeah, that's right. why that's why I'm trying to hoard. I'm trying to binge watch my way through Daredevil and Punisher at the same time, so I can get there before they they take it all back. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that also dropped was the first show that they have in production for this platform yep. of original content is going to be the Star Wars The Mandalorian. Um, which I did. Do we do we think that that was going to be a movie, or do we think no? That's a series, right? 100%. Right. But 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 we had heard about this before. Like, did we hear that this was going to be a movie or a, a series? I I didn't know to okay. be honest with you. Right. right. Like, there's there was a lot of things thrown in. Like, there was supposed to be an Obi Wan movie. Yeah, Probably yeah, yeah. not going to get that. Would be cool to get an Obi Wan series though. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd be in on that. Or um, you know, like whatever. 
Yeah, so they dropped this trailer, and um, it was really not a. It was like a. It was like it wasn't a trailer as much as it was a like a, like a teaser. And they they showed some production stuff, and they yep. showed it's being um, directed by John Favreau, which produced, is cool. Produced, produced, produced. He's yes. the producer. Yeah, there's now. several other directors attached to it, but it'll be really cool. Ah, what a beautiful baby, John Favreau, to come from Swingers to all the way being like this important producer or yes, director yes, or producer now. For sure, for sure. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. But it does look pretty cool. Um, it uh, it looks like it's going to be expensive as hell. I mean, yeah, it looks all the shit that they have online yeah. right now looks fucking great. Yeah, I mean the you know they're doing stuff in space. They're gonna do they're gonna do new creatures, new races of people, new yep. races of creatures. It's like, dude, this is going to be pricey. This is a not cheap. No, for sure. So I'm you know I I, I hope I hope they they come through this and they don't have to cancel it or something, something weird because they ran out of money. I, just, yeah, but I'm, I'm sure Disney will make a fucking killing on the streaming yeah. service. I plan on signing up. I uh, do not. But yeah, I will be We're there. split. I'm in. I'm in there on you that. Go. Yeah. But I have kids. You don't. So. Yeah, exactly. That's why. Yeah. And I've seen all, you know, like I've basically seen most of everything I want to see from that platform and I don't, because I don't have kids. So. Right, right. That's why. Like, my kids haven't seen Sword in the Stone yet. Once we get that streaming platform. They yeah. gonna learn. They, they, they gonna, gonna learn, learn some today. classic they Disney. Learn. Yeah, we gonna watch Fox and the Hound. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm a hound dog. <laughs> that was terrible. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. That was really bad. Oh god. So yeah, so so there's been a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot coming up. We're really excited. Yeah, for Music. sure. Music. Check out spiritualized stuff online. Yeah. Get you some jerseys. Get you some hot jerseys. Get yeah. you some hot jerseys, Woo! man. I'm saying. Uh, go to cons. The fucking, I don't know, whatever it is, man. Yeah, go whatever to one your cons. Get at me if you want a, a lanyard because I have a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, yeah. yeah. I know you didn't go to the show, but if you want a lanyard, uh, a lanyard, lanyard, lanyard. If you want a lanyard yeah. and you can just tell people that hey, I went to the show and it was the last, it was the last show they ever did in America. I got it. Yep. Got Unless it they're here again next year. But uh, so I, I honestly think this will be the last spiritualized show. I mean, they take like six years to release albums anyway. So I think it's it. I think it's a wrap. Cool. You'll be seeing these on eBay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and speaking of a wrap. This is a wrap. That's a wrap for us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, non-binaries. However you identify, wow. it's all good. Everybody's welcome here. This is a safe space. At From the Outside Looking In, as always, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hearing us rabble. And don't forget, kids, when you meet somebody, make sure that they know that you are the undisputed, <laughs> undefeated, whatever it is you do. Just Champion of your life. Champion of your life, people. Take it easy. Deuces. Deuces.